Hey there, thank you so much for listening to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck, and I am a psychic medium. If you are seeking conversation with loved ones on the other side, or discussion about spirituality, life after life, and anything in between, join me as we discuss all things spirit. We are collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening right now and recognizing that we are much, much more than we once believed. We don't die and life doesn't end. We are eternal spiritual beings living in this crazy 3D virtual world of existence. Let's talk about it. Hey guys, I have a really special episode for you today. I'd like to introduce you to Seth Dietlin. Of course, some of you, Seth needs no introduction. He is an incredible angelic channeler. And this conversation really went places I was not expecting. And it is so fascinating and so interesting. Had me on the edge of my seat the entire time. And it seemed like we talked for five minutes. Seth is a psychic who works with the angelic realm. He's a certified hypnotherapist and an energy healer. In his psychic readings, he uses tarot and he connects with the angels and transmits their high-frequency healing energy. As a certified hypnotherapist, he does past life regressions and helps clients connect with those who have passed or their angels and spirit guides. He also does success programming, weight loss, pain relief, stress management, stopping smoking, overcoming anxiety, and other obstacles, and more. In 2002, he had a spiritual awakening where he encountered his angel guides and fostered a permanent two-way communication with them. They prophesied a forthcoming shift in which the new earth would be birthed after a death cycle of the old. Fear and false lack-based structures would collapse. He is constantly downloading knowledge and frequency to do this in part with the Great Awakening. He teaches intuitive development through his online course, The Angels and Tarot Masterclass. The angels revealed to him how to teach intuitive development as a gateway portal to total personal conscious ascension and the power to create one's own reality. He is the author of The Ascension with the Angels Tarot Deck, and as a filmmaker, he is the founder of Earth Angels International. This is a foundational enterprise to work with the angels and their guidance to raise consciousness during this pivotal time in history while uniting other conscious luminaries and creating content and community. Seth is also the producer and host of the Talk to My Angels podcast, as well as Earth Angels International, the official podcast of the Angelic Enterprise. Wow, Seth is a busy guy. Well, I'm so happy to have him here, and I hope you guys truly enjoy this. Well, welcome to Something Super Spiritual, the podcast, Seth. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. It's nice to be here, too. I love that you uh, work with the angels. I, I actually started out that way. I started, well, I started with Reiki, and then Reiki what is what opened me up. But, um, and then I was, you know how we're just kind of directed with the little breadcrumbs from Spirit, and and I discovered Doreen Virtue and all her angel work, so I went to her workshops in Hawaii a couple times, and and I had a lot of experience with the angels, but then I haven't seen much since. And uh, I didn't realize that that was part, that was part of your world. So I'm, I'm really excited about this. Do you know what's interesting is that I'm from Laguna Beach, which was 
her realm. And I never actually uh, dialed into the angels through her work. Mm -hmm. So it's very interesting because a lot of the people that I know from Orange County and the the realm with the angels. And so it's because when I first started talking to them, I thought I was crazy. Well, no, I mean, I know I'm crazy, but I thought I was crazy at the time for that. And uh, it was very miraculous. It was really supernatural. It was very fun to play with the angels because when they first came to me, it's a lot of really cool things that happened that was like watching a movie or being in one, you know? All right. This is my favorite conversation. So, so talk about then your beginning. What is your origin story? Did this happen? Oh yeah, sure. Were you seeing angels in the crib or later in life? Do you know what's interesting is that I had access to their voice when I was a kid. I was a loner kid that was bullied. And I remember hearing all kinds of things. And especially when I went to church, and no offense for those that do, but I heard something inside of me tell me which parts of what I was hearing was inauthentic and which parts were in alignment with the creator. Mm -hmm. And I had a whole different relationship than what wanted to be given to me in that uh, establishment. I don't know what the right word is to use. Um, At any rate, uh, I had that. And of course, I wanted to fit in so badly after being bullied. So I took a normal life. You know, I was in real estate in Orange County. I wanted to make money and have nice things, which is how you react when you've been bullied as a kid. Mm -hmm. And it was in the middle of a breakup, a traumatic breakup. It was a one-sided relationship. And most of those light workers or conscious luminaries, I call them, that is kind of part of their training before waking up is having a lot of one-sided relationships and a lot of one-sided giving, not just the intimate kind, but the friendships being used and things sure. like that, because you're always willing to give, 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 and 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 don't really um, stand up for yourself that much. So at any rate, uh, it was at that moment that I called them in, but I was angry with them for not watching over me. I'm like, my life is a mess. What are you guys doing? Why am I even talking to you? You can't exist. If my life is in this much of a miss mess, why could you exist? And I said, in fact, if you are there, I need you to prove it. I really do. And it has to be tangible. I can't just sort of believe it without seeing anymore. Yep. And I felt something touch me. And I felt something internal that shifted my fear into a, let's say, a an energetic space. That's all I could explain. It was because they were using energy healing on me. And I could feel the energy pulsing through me. But even my well-being, my mind was shut off. The fearful mind was shut off. And the fear just instantly went away. And I was in this bliss. And then all of a sudden, this inner knowing showed up. And I heard the voice that I was accustomed to hearing when I was a kid, the inner one. And it doesn't sound like you know English speaking in your head. It, right. It's a sort of a complete thought that forms a sentence where you know what the sentence is. Right. And I heard, Seth, everything's not only going to be okay, it's going to be better than okay. And then the day after that, I was like, wow, that was weird. And then I heard them start to talk to me and they said, well, you know, you should know that the experience that you just had 
you agreed to as a soul because that was the opening where we agreed to come into your life because we're going to be working with you from now on. And that's where I learned to watch, you know, feathers coming from the air and and yes. all these amazing things that would happen. It was very interesting, like not just the feathers and the coins and things like that, although that was miraculous. I would hear predictions and they weren't like the type of predictions that a lot of people look for, like when's Jimmy going to call me or when am I going to get rich or anything like that. But there, there was a time that I came home from working in open house and I heard the angels say, drive to Disneyland. And that was about 20 minutes away. So I drove up I-5 from my house in California and uh, exited Harbor Boulevard. And there was a woman there stranded with her boys and I helped them. And I was like, this must be why the angel sent me. So I, I took her and I pushed her car off to the side and everything. And she said, what do you do? I said, I'm a realtor. So she asked for my card. And the next day I got to my office and I got this a beautiful message of gratitude. And in there was, and I still remember the words, thanks to you, I believe in angels again. (laughs) So, you know, the miracles don't have to mean, you know, $10,000 suddenly getting deposited in your account, but really actually hearing the angels direct me to go do something that they needed my help with on earth and then understanding that the angelic signature was recognized, yeah, that was yeah. like thrilling, right? Oh, and so wow. it was now it was after that, or sometime after that, they began to sort of spill the beans on the global plot. And if that intrigued your listeners, great. But uh, the global plot is that the creator has a completely different plan for this reality other than the lack and limitations that it lives under its current structure. right? And as we evolve, there will be things like, for example, we won't need disease to teach us spiritual lessons because we'll be evolved beyond that point. That's the only reason we have it. The science is responding to spirit, according to the angels. And so whatever diseases we have on the planet, they're not problems that are meant to be remedied by chemicals. They're situations that come to life in our body because they're spiritual messages. And when we get the message, we can clear and heal them. But we're going to get to the point where we don't need those anymore. So that structure will be gone. And they mentioned that um, what we call government and money system and also the, the sort of religious division kind of aspect of it and all those limitations, that those would be gone as well, that we would have completely different structures that operated on a more quantum level. We would have leadership from people who are not connected to their own financial gain, but who are connected to uh, the divine and lead through uh, that divine leadership. And that the um, system of exchange that we call money would be replaced by something that would operate on a quantum field to facilitate goods and services to be exchanged with a lot more ease and grace. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, mathematically speaking, usury does a lot to actually clog up that system that would be removed because of the new system that we would end up uh, creating as a result of being evolved. Well, anyways, it's not just that. We would live at a higher spiritual frequency and um, we would live longer. We wouldn't age. And 
they called this the ascension, heaven on earth, the new earth. And they mentioned that there was going to be a process to get there. And we're very much seeing that process unfold around us as miraculous things are happening to spiritual, uh, spiritually awakened people or aligned people. And yet the old, we can definitely see it just sort of fizzling out, reviewing its limitations and kind of dying out there. But um, I was asked to be a part of um, bringing in the new earth. And so first it was being intuitive. And then I brought in uh, an energy healing modality. Um, and that was kind of an interesting story because I didn't hadn't heard of Reiki or anything like that before. So I hadn't heard of the energy modalities first. And so I asked, I said, you know, to the angels, do I have healing energy in the palm of my hands? And they're like, uh, if, if I am, just let me know. Well, 24 hours later, I met some of my new angel friends. Because it's funny, when you start talking to the angels, all of a sudden you start meeting other people who are talking to the angels. They just find you. Yes. yes. And you find them. It's, it's the angel club. And so I, I met with one of my friends and I was dumbfounded when he said to me, the angels are saying that you ask them if you're capable of healing. My eyes got really big and he said, get this book. And and for me, it was Dr. Pearl's book, The Reconnection, if you've okay. heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. So go The Reconnection. And um, it was very interesting. So as soon as I met, left our meetup, I went to a bookstore, if you remember those, and the <laughs> book was laying on the ground when I got there. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. So I read the book and I was like, oh, I got to do this. I, 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 I'm so elated that we have access to this. And I'll tell you, oh, this is so cool. Because when I, I, I went to a practitioner of this healing modality, and I just knew that we would be friends uh, for the rest of our lives. Uh, shout out to Dr. Lisa, if you're listening to this. Um, anyways, uh, when I was in the healing and, you know, when we're in the presence of those healing frequencies, we expand into our multidimensional awareness yes. and realize things that are more like remembering them, but not really learning them. Well, Archangel Metatron came in and he said, first of all, there's something you should know. Healing isn't fixing something that's broken. Like when you take your car to the mechanic and the water pump is broken, so you replace it. So whatever is creating symptoms, whether they're financial or cancer or whatever, it's not something that's broken in us. It's something where we've forgotten that we're perfect. So healing is about remembering through vibration that there was nothing imperfect to begin with. Right. And I was like, wow, this is really cool framework. I ended up doing hypnotherapy or I ended up doing like a past life regression and I realized after doing hypnotherapy, I became uh, trained or certified as a hypnotherapist. I went through all the training and all of that. And it's kind of an interesting thing to merge all of those together. Sure. So it's, it's, it's interesting. And, and, and I'm just kind of going with it here because you were originally asking me how uh, I, I got from A to Z and I'm already to Z. But um, <laughs> during this process, of course, they told me that um, as part of uh, walking into my calling, that I would lose everything that I had. And it was interesting because before the real estate collapsed and what we now know is like that real estate bubble, that little tiny thing that happened in 
it actually happened in 2006 and the it eventually became well known by 2008 uh and for whatever reason every real estate trend begins in orange county so if whatever's going on in orange county two years later it will hit your market wherever oh, you're interesting. at yeah so in 2006 i remember the weekend the the week before i was in my house and i and i had like all of this material stuff i had three cars i had wow. three cars and and it was like so heavy and it was just me and a dog two dogs and a cat that lived there it was me and my two dogs and a cat that lived there in this house and big size a nice size house sure. and all these cars and stuff and it was like i was like how much does one person need because it just is never enough and i heard the angel say are you ready to let it all go and climb into this adventure. And I said, sure. And the very next weekend is when the real estate market froze. There was this anomaly where the weekend before there was multiple offers on homes. And if this is foreboding (laughs) for where we're at right now, it should be. But um, there was multiple offers on homes. And then the next week there was nothing. And it was silent for another week and another week and another week. And a week became a month, became two months, became yes. three months. Yes. Yeah. So eventually I had I got to do the uh, foreclosure and all that kind of stuff, but all guided by the angels. It was all guided by the angels. You know, I'm not that's saying it was so parallel with what I went through. Uh, same thing. I was doing mortgages in the 2000s mm-hmm. and 2008. I crashed. I went down in flames with all of it. <laughs> I did foreclosure, bankruptcy, repossession. Yeah. I mean, everything. And, and I, and I just, but yeah. it was, yeah. But like you said, it was like, that was my cleansing, so to speak. The universe removed all that, which was no longer working for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same and with you, there's so many levels to that because part of what we're here to do and this is what is one of my prime directives when I work with clients is we're empowering people to remember that they are a creator. And even though they come with an obstacle, maybe like a broken relationship or they're stuck because they're trying to figure out their purpose and things aren't moving like they want to, and they want some guidance and insight from the angels. And sometimes it's some pain or trauma that is from the past swaying them down and they realize that in order to move forward, they need to purge it or whatever. At any rate, what's interesting is that losing all that material stuff mm-hmm. isn't really backwards creating because the true creation comes from sort of a miraculous flow that comes through your life and not by accumulating, you know, debt with the false money system, you know? Yeah. So uh, at any rate, what happened was before that, many of us, and it sounds like you're in the same boat, it was easy to create within that earthly system, but we had to have it taken away so we could create at the level of the quantum field. And that's where the energy comes in. That's where the conscious creation comes in. Because it's actually not fun just to get money and spend it and have the things. It's actually fun 
to consciously create it, to bring it in. Sometimes it involves money changing hands, but it's a whole different level of creativity. And newsflash, everyone, that's what we're moving into. That's what moving into the new earth is all about. We're The old system is going to crash and burn, but we're going to have a new system up and running where we're creating in oneness with source. I love this. And yes. So for 20 years, the angels have been talking to me about the new earth and the process. Nobody ever wanted to take part of this conversation, ever. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, I don't know, two and a half years ago, where would that be? Mm, March of 2020, somewhere around there, suddenly that topic became very fascinating to people. Yeah. And I will also share with you that two months prior, I was working in a car dealership and I was guided to work there. And I was like, why am I here? This couldn't be any further because I was acting and filmmaking at this time and and doing your readings and things like that. I'm like, what am I doing here? And in January of 2020, the angels said, well, it's time to get to work. The, uh, the ascension is starting. It's going to start. And a couple months later, um, in March, there was lots of announcements on the news. I don't know if you heard. Uh, at any rate, uh, businesses started having to close down. People were staying home, things like that, whatever. But the angels told me, this is an ascension portal. At this point in the conversation, we started to lose our connection. So the next thing that Seth said was that this ascension portal was going to wake a lot of people up. Go back to March of 2020, businesses were closing. This is a portal. This is um, um, the beginning Mm -hmm. of the ascension. Right. And so what they said to me is that this would begin to... Uh, cause people to look within. Because when people personally awaken, they do that from a traumatic experience and the trauma that would come in and the healing that would be come of this period would cause massive amounts of people to to awaken. And it has. Two and a half years later, it's so impressive many people are awake and now they're seeking uh, assistance from people like us to um, do all kinds of things. And it's interesting because as you know, as a healer, you do energy healing and intuitive work. It's all different, you know, when people come and with hypnotherapy, I've learned how to infuse the energy healing and the intuition in that And I take people into massive healings, you know, where realizations and help people connect with their angels and spirit guides as well. But uh, uh, we 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 get to buying all these gifts and they're really needed right now. Really amazing and on what we do. It's exciting to get to serve. It it really is. Yeah, it's it's an honor and. This is fascinating. You know, when all of this was happening, the pandemic was, you know, getting getting traction, you know. I mean, everybody said it was going to be two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, it, yeah, it was just fascinating to watch and and that feeling, you know, that this is this is the beginning of something 
way bigger than, you know, than just a, a sickness, you know? Yeah. So what is the time, what is the timeline then? I mean, is it that's over a good the question? Hundred years yeah. or the no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Um, you know, the the timeline is very interesting because uh, in my conversations with the angels, and I work with what I a, a field of energy I call the angels, which is a collective of angels and guides, and I also speak to Metatron and Gabriel, Raphael a lot, Michael as well, Uriel mm-hmm. as well, but mostly. Uh, Gabriel, Metatron, and Raphael. And then just the field of energy that I call the voices, which is a collection of angels with a unified voice. Sure. And, you know, I've asked them about timing in that sense. And they seem to imply that we're going to see a dip into what you could classify as forward momentum even though what we're experiencing is forward momentum you know we can't we're not supposed to uh mislabel where we're at right now right yes it's still forward momentum but where it's actually joyful forward momentum instead of difficult and challenging and painful forward momentum yes yeah and uh I also have noticed or heard from the angels that this is also a time when healers are meant to be authentic. They're very authentic now. And we also have our challenges as well. Our challenges equip us to be able to serve people because the minute that we overcome an obstacle, about 25 or more clients show up with that same obstacle and be like, oh, wait a second. I've got I've got the download on this one. <laughs> I have the manual. I can help you. <laughs> I just went through this one. I got you. Got you covered on this. But it's interesting because um authenticity is the biggest magnet now, you know? Yeah. It, the the fears that we're dealing with, the things that we're purging as well, while we're in our human body and sharing that with authenticity because it's really hard to relate to someone who wants to make it appear as if what they've dialed in has put them on some sort of a magic carpet ride. Because then when you read their book and apply all their seven steps to do that, and then something happens that's not pleasant, you're like, wait a second, why is it working for you and not for me? Yeah. And so I've organized, uh, or I'm in the process of that too, uh, expressing all this through uh, the medium of film, but also classes and website where people can take classes and that sort of thing. So that's one of the things I'm working on. But the organization is called Earth Angels International because it thrives on the premise that we're all angels in a human body, let's say, mm-hmm. and we've come here for the mission of uh, bringing humanity through this process. Yes. Um, by being uh, ushers, if you want to say that, and helping others through this period in a myriad of ways, whether it's our books or 
Um, this is a tarot cards that I had designed with the angels called Ascension with the angels tarot that you see in the background. I love it. I keep looking at it. <laughs> yeah, it's they're angelic images, but I teach tarot class. I have an online tarot class or whatever. But, you know, we do our readings or hypnotherapy. We do the one-on-one. We do our podcasts. We do our uh, classes online. We do our live classes and live events. And all of that is our way that we're uh, doing our job of bringing people through. Sometimes people come, you know, to get their uh, downloads from the angels because they have a challenge and they want a reading. That's great. Yeah. You know, we get in and we do the work, as you know. Uh, But uh, there's so many different ways that we can do this and we're all doing something. And I'm noticing that when we work together with this, that we're kind of a a bit of an, an army for the light mm-hmm. at the moment. And it's super exciting. So it really I, I, I create I created an organization to kind of unite us. And it's interesting because I have these Zoom rooms on uh Wednesdays, two two Wednesdays a month. And it's part of building up to like helping the people that come in that want to create their online courses or to launch their podcasts or whatever it is that they want to do because everyone has a piece of the puzzle, right? Right. And so as a result of all of this, what ends up happening is that you have all these people that have something to say. So I remember the angels telling me early on that I would be doing this. And this is before we had this kind of thing with the social media and stuff. I actually saw the images of me being on the computer and bringing other uh, healers to launching whatever it is that they had so their voice could be heard too. Mm-hmm. That I was meant to help amplify the voices of others who had mm-hmm. a message for humanity of ascension. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting because we all get a bit of our own message and then humanity finds it when it's time, yes. whenever that is. And it's not all in a linear order. So you don't learn one thing first and go the other. It's just whatever order that it's in for you. So I created that as a way of, um, it's a film that I'm going to create or I am creating um, that has to do with profiling um, what it is that we're experiencing right now so that all these people can come in and have their voice. And that's still in the works. So talk to me later oh, about that's that too. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so like a series or a film, I'm working on that aspect of it, but all goes with bringing people into um, a platform where we're going to have classes for people who want to teach courses that help people heal and and um, awaken and all of that good stuff. So sure. yeah, in a more angelic way. So where can people find you then with your Wednesday night um, classes or events? Well, great. So um, on in, on Instagram, I'm not an Instagram person, so don't be disappointed when you get there and find that there's <laughs> I'm only not a really few either. Get it. Yeah, only a few posts or whatever. Um, but it's interesting because I the way that I operate, I just love being in the trenches and speaking and teaching or whatever. And I really haven't gotten around to um, perfecting that platform. But I do interact with the DM system on there. So if you want to DM me on Instagram. My handle is talk to my angels, talk to T.O., my angels, which is also my website, talktomyangels.com. But you can DM me through there and just say that you're interested in the networking. And of course, if you go to my website, talktomyangels.com, I have a free course there, a 21-day free course 
for uh, expanding your intuition. Uh, I put together a course because when I teach tarot, I begin the class out by revealing, you know, the meanings of the cards, like a one or three word meaning of the cards. And then uh, what I do in the beginning is I ask people just to pull one card a day and watch what unfolds and see what kind of guidance. So eventually we can pull a card per se. So let's say we pull the the death or the rebirth card um, that day. It means that something's about to shift today. So mm-hmm. something changes or something goes uh, haywire, then we know it's part of a shift because we pulled our card and got the guidance from the angels that something was shifting, or maybe we pull the hangman for the day. So we know that we have to be, uh, look out for our perspective on something or actually die to our old self, which is one of the meanings of the cards of letting go of the of the the false notions of the mind and really stepping into awareness and seeing things that the way they are. So that's our guidance for the day. Maybe yes. something's going to come up that would invite us to do that. So with that practice of pulling a tarot card as a daily oracle card to communicate with the angels, if you go on my website and um, right on the main page, you can just sign up for the free 21-day course. So you'll get a guide that has all the meanings of the cards. And then for the first 21 days, I'm going to pull a card for you. And I'm going to tell you what it would mean. And then through synchronicity, whatever shows up in your day, the universe is going to respond by strengthening what you needed to know. But more importantly, that intuition is a sense that just opens up. It's not something that's trained in a linear fashion. It's something that happens on an energetic level. So by having this practice, what will happen is eventually you'll start recognizing that you'll see what you see. Now, I'm not interested in just training people to be intuitive so that they, you know, know who might call them on Friday night for a date or what the lottery (laughs) numbers are or anything like that. This is the gateway portal to conscious creativity. This is the gateway portal to conscious creativity. You want to create your own reality. You will go miles and miles and miles by first installing your inner GPS of intuition and making sure that your calm link between you and your guides is steady and ready, Betty, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, and, and the next step to that and the way that I teach it, because I actually have a, a full-on masterclass that I offer on my site as well, where it's 10 video modules that cover all the cards and how to do the spreads. But the way I teach the cards is for that gateway portal for getting people ready to consciously create their reality by utilizing the cards and getting guided by the angels and using the cards as a tool to get guided by the angels. I love all of this. Oh, it's fun. Yes. Yeah. And I'm glad you're, how do I say this? I'm glad that you're on this journey too. Like you're an equal partner in this for sure. You know what I'm saying? It's like, agreed. it's fascinating that we have such a cool tribe and whoever's listening to this, you're part of the tribe too. Totally. You know? mm-hmm. And you're loved by us. So in, in so many ways, we just absolutely love you. And maybe someone needs to hear that today yeah. when they're listening to your episode, maybe they need to hear, you know, that you are loved. And if you don't feel it, DM me on Instagram, I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay. DM both I'll of tell us. you from the <laughs> angels too. You know? Right. So Yes. So if someone wants to be part of the, uh, I call us conscious luminaries, because we're not just light workers. 
we actually know that the work that we're doing is actually part of the progression of humanity's current stage of evolvement, which is a quantum one. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a quantum one. And the angels created this really cool uh, awareness or point of awareness with me at some point, which is very interesting because they say that nature thrives when it is connected to the quantum field of intelligence. So in between you and me, there is this field of intelligence that exists. And when we live in the world, in the old structures, those structures exist outside that quantum field of intelligence. The world that the nature lives in exists within that realm, which is why the bee doesn't go looking for the flower. The flower sends out a signal through that field and the bee goes right to it and an abundance for both parties in that symbiotic relationship. And that's just a microcosm of that, the rain, the trees, where things are grow and where they thrive when not messed with by us Yes, um, outside of that field. But when it's left to its own, it just literally thrives. Well, we're meant to reconnect to that too, which is why we have to abandon the old structures. They don't get to come with us because they're not operating on that quantum level. They're not operating on the frequency of unconditional love. But what's happening is that we're reintegrating into that field so that we thrive like nature, that we're constantly in communication with that. So, um, that's what's happening to us right now. And that's what we're helping facilitate each other through, through these conversations and the ways that we work with people is helping everyone get back into their um, very divine uh, frequency to be integrated into that. And that's why miracles start happening when we do that. You said something earlier that got me thinking about um, this whole portal and moving forward and opening up and expansion. What is your take or what were you told with respect to COVID? Like what, what did, why COVID to get this whole ball rolling? What, what was that all about? Any idea? Well, first of all, that word I won't give energy to because I hold the space for healing for humanity. So while I'm saying that, I'm going to refer to it as the event. Got it. And the the event was referred to by the angels as an ascension portal. And yes, as with anything, there are two narratives that run parallel. There's a high vibrating narrative and a lower vibrating narrative, right? So in our personal lives, I may, for example, and this has actually happened to me, get fired from one job because I meant to discover the new one. Yes. I don't know what's there, but the only way that I'm going to release the old one and to embrace the new one is to be let go without me needing to know that that's what I'm supposed to do. Now that's the lower vibrating narrative. And I actually had that where I was fired from a job for doing something that I actually didn't do. And so, so here's this lower vibrating narrative of injustice and all of that kind of stuff. Except that three weeks later, I found a job. That's when I started selling real estate. I was making 10 times more money. I had my own hours and I could see how it was moving me in there. But every once in a while, I'd be like, damn that person for firing me for doing something I didn't do. Right, right. And so even in this, we have a higher vibrating narrative, 
which is the ascension portal that opened up for us. And we have the lower vibrating narrative, which had to happen because the whole entire species isn't keyed in to the quantum field right now where they could be like, oh, ascension portal. Okay, let's do it. Instead, it has to be uh, brought about through difficulty. And, you know, doing this work as a healer, right? As a psychic and as an energy healer and a hypnotherapist and all of those renditions when they're combined in one or whatever, when people come to me, I always hear a different story of the most horrific thing that happened to the person. And yet it was exactly what it took to actually get them to abandon their full participation in their physicalized world and to reintegrate their full participation in their energetic aspect, which is the much bigger and infinite aspect of us. Yes. And so it's always a catalyst from something like that, whether it's a breakup, a disease, cancer or whatever, um, any of those things. So why not a disease? Why not, you know, something like that? Because if one person gets spiritually awakened or consciously awakened because they end up getting a cancer scare, why does it not stand a reason that collective humanity might get awakened because of another type of a scare? Yes. And that's not with disrespect to those who lost their lives or who were impacted because their businesses got shut down because that's also collateral damage. Right. Okay. That's not disrespect to those who lost something, their life or their livelihood or whatever, because those that lost something, the angels mentioned that there was a soul agreement for each of those people, not that we don't love them or not that we glaze over their experience. Right. But there is this very interesting um, renewal of life. And as we're building the new earth, some of us who, some of us that have left us in the last few years for any reason, the suicides, yes, the abuse, yes, and all the other things, and all of it. Um, anyone who's left us for any of those reasons are going back, recharging the batteries, grabbing a new body. And coming and partying with us in the new earth. So, uh, according to the angels, we're not even going to recognize our physicalized bodies at the end of this event. And there will be, uh, let's just say that those who have passed will be in this dimension again, because this dimension will be at their frequency. So, if your mother has passed away or whatever you'll be suddenly you're going to you're going to go get a you're, you're going to go get a you know whatever a green drink at uh, whole foods and you're going to see your mom standing in line there i mean i don't mean to make a joke out of it but sure no, i understand you know, yeah the um what's 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 going to happen is that there'll be a more tangible connectivity to people on all dimensions as well mm-hmm. and that is not 100 years away that's pretty soon not saying it's tomorrow, but it's right. soon. The There's going to be a lot of very, very miraculous and very shocking events that are 
going to be part of our reality and we're ready for them. We are. Mm. Do you mean um, like, like global um, weather events or like. Um, but if you're, if you're referring to the catastrophic variety, that's not necessarily what I'm referring to. I do know that that's going to be part of that shift, but what's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. It's 444 right now. Um, I just looked at it and I saw it in like Hi, three angels. different places. <laughs> hello. Yes. Hello. Um, as we're talking about this, mm-hmm. which is pivotal, right? Mm-hmm. Because what I what I hear them say is uh, it's a clarion call. And anyone who's listening to this has already answered that clarion call. And what's interesting is that by by answering that call to begin to awaken the infinite part of yourself, you actually become exempt from the ramifications of the external world. So, you know, if Can you there's that, a, please? you become immune to the ramifications of the physical world. And that means your immunity system will be boosted where it needs to be. That means if there was a war incident that broke up, broke out or something like that, you would be intuitively guided to be somewhere else for some strange reason. And it's not the us versus them kind of thing like, uh uh-oh, those poor people who ended up being there. All I can tell you is that by actually accepting the invitation to awaken, as shocking as those events, and though they shouldn't be the, the primal focus, they are for some, but they're not. They're not the right. they're not the main page. That's right. not the main event that's happening here. The main event that's happening here is humanity is awakening up and creating new structures that serve humanity as a whole. Yes. It won't use any of the old structures to do it, just for clarity purposes. There, none of the old structures will do the trick. There's new ones that will be created, and they will be, despite the the resistance the old structures will put up to try to keep you know their control but ultimately this is a spiritual event this is an energetic event right. this has nothing to do with the wars or the diseases or the earthquakes or the weather or anything like that it has nothing to do with that it has nothing to do with the collapse of the money system it has nothing to do with any of that this is purely a spiritualized event because everything that we're worried about losing the spiritual world can make new and will. Right. And that's what we're going to is we're not actually saving the one that we have. We're letting the old one die. And this is a resurrection because we're, we're, we're awakening a new one. And so the real event here is that it's all the love. It's all the love and all of the creativity and all of that. This is absolutely fascinating. I mean, I had zero idea this is the direction this was going to go. And I always tell heaven, all right, let's just organically take this where it needs to go, right? Mm. Really amazing. Really amazing. Well, and, it's, and it's interesting because I'm curious to know who gets to be reached by this conversation and at what time is this published? Because, you know, on a... It's weird because on a sort of a business level, and it's weird to try to t- treat 
this vocation as a business. So I, I do the best I can to let things happen on the quantum field, right? Right, right. And there's a sort of practical thing where you have to make a website, you have to charge for your services, you yes. have to, you know, do these kind of things to figure out how to monetize what you're sharing and everything like that. And it's not really about that, but you have to in order to actually stay focused on oh. being able to offer this, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and so what's interesting is that when we have these conversations, usually it's supposed to be this dramatic call to action, like go to my site and book a reading with me or a session or, you know, my free discovery call or whatever. And it's like, I just want to have a discussion really about what I'm being called by the angels to talk about. Right. And if you're listening to me and suddenly you say, oh my gosh, I think the angels have a message for me, then of course, you know, hit me up. Let's, let's have a sash, you know, or, or you you know, for that matter. But it, it is interesting because this is one of those conversations that feels like it has to happen. And it has to happen right now because we move into the next couple of months, we're going to start to see some of those um, odd anomaly uh, in the real world, or excuse me, the, the material world. We're going to start to see some of that stuff accelerate again uh, come um, it's probably September, October. And astrologers who probably come on your show told you that too, I'm sure, um, because it's also in the the planets as well. There's a lot of movement that sort of signals what's mm -hmm. coming here mm -hmm. in that sense. But you can actually sense it, and humanity is feeling the shift. Yeah, um, and it's not a negative one. It is. I, I just want to say this like five thousand times. Yeah, it is absolutely not a negative shift. And for those that I know who have been devoting themselves to the light for quite a while, um, even recently or five years. I've been recently having conversations. People are like, it's so easy to manifest right now. It's people saying, I feel peace no matter what's going on in the outside world, things like that. And if you're mm -hmm. listening to this, that's why you're listening to this conversation because you're being invited into a connectivity with your higher self that's going to give you that. You're just watching the events going and going, oh yeah, this has to happen to get us to the point that I see us getting to. Yeah, yeah. It has to. Uh, I was yeah. actually going to make that point. So so yeah, the, the, the people that are listening to this have opened their eyes. And what would your advice be to those who just like most recently opened their eyes? most recently recognized this newness and you know how that comes like what do you what, what do you think you'd like to tell him do you know it's funny did you did you ever see rudy delamore the performer no okay well he used to say get ready okay like this oh, he was like yes yes <laughs> you know <who> is? <laughs> yes, suddenly no, i got I the idea he was a really good friend of mine. He's from Southern California, but all of a sudden, like, and he's passed on as well. But it's funny because your your question was, "What advice could I give?" And all of a sudden, I heard, I, I could see Rudy Delamore going, "Get ready." <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's awesome. got to be fun, too, right? Yes, yes. In, in his Always. sequence, in his sequence <laughs> shirt and his great big hats with the feathers on him and everything like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You say, "Get ready," and that's that. It's it. All I can tell you is that, you know, for advice for anyone who has uh, recently entered into this uh, fascinating world that we find ourselves in and awakened to what's really going on, 
I would say this is a great opportunity to just let fear purge itself from your whole entire reality and watch the magic appear because it's about to be mind blowing. The magic, the divine intervention on ways that we've never seen before personally and collectively. Do you have any idea how? So interestingly enough, and I don't focus on the the weather or the, you know, there's other sort of, and, you know, some of these are actually very artificially propagated events in that sense. Um, sure. But, you know, um, the conversation isn't necessary, really. Uh, but what's interesting is that, you know, our creator isn't creating havoc in our world, mm. right? Our creator is allowing it because it knows that it makes us more creative and it and it and it gives us a stronger connection to the light. And eventually, it's interesting because it removes that sort of fear from us because it causes us to awaken and reconnect with the field of um, possibilities or the quantum field. So, what's interesting is that I have been seeing the most amazing unity beginning to forge. And that is where people are about to start dropping their opinions on one or the other side and realize that it's the heart and the energy that matters and that these other discussions that are on polar opposites are of the ego and mind. And so people are coming back home. And it actually doesn't matter which side of that pole that any of us get to experience. What happens is that both of them get to the point of exhaustion and ridiculousness of every conversation that divides us. It gets to the point where it's not even worth standing for it because it ends up getting to the point where it has no positive value in moving humanity forward. And because there's so much of it, you eventually realize that. Right. And then you're like, all I care about is loving and having compassion, but it's being turned on. Mm-hmm. And so right now what's being happened, what's happening is what's, what's playing out around us is that we're feeling compassion and empathy for people that we don't even know in person. So that barrier of separation, despite the fact that we're experiencing the illusion of separation in its extreme form, is actually calling us back. And the angels have reminded me that the unity that we have to each other and the agreement that we had to pretend as a collective being to be here as separate beings, that still doesn't actually divide us. And the people that we quote unquote hate or are angry with is actually us in another body. And just because it really triggers us or really actually did something in this life, it doesn't actually matter because there's still us in another body and we don't get to separate ourselves from them because at another level, we wouldn't want that. And we love them because they are us. But what's interesting is that veil 
where where we've gone all the way to the extreme polar opposite of our unity to this division. It's not going to happen with everybody, and right. it's okay. Mm-hmm. But there's this groundswelling of authentic, energetic, spiritual unity that's coming up from out of the uh, what's basically coming from the quantum field, yeah. and and as we're spiritually awakening. We can't help but to be connected with that, right? Yeah, we are connected. Uh, we're yeah. one. Uh, what's oneness? Yeah. yeah. Um. Wow. Where do aliens fall in with any of this? You know, I. That's a good question. It's funny. I don't really. Um, I don't really feel that the specificity of that plays the role in what I'm meant to do. And I actually understand that there has to be this because the, the, you know, on some other dimension, unicorns exist. And I don't mean to, you know, be facetious, right. But anything that we could be aware of has to exist because the world we live in now is a pure illusion itself. Yes. So why couldn't there be, why couldn't we dream these extraterrestrials into existence as well? Do they have power over us? I don't know. I, you know, I don't really get that sense in, you know, there's some that hold a a truth that they're the ones that are controlling the governments and things like that. But I, I'm, I'm still not with that being important because I'm still one with creator in this role of working with the angels. So, you know, even if they do control the systems and apparatuses that, that currently organize humanity, it doesn't matter because this is still a world created by the source. Right. So right. I am, um, it's not really necessarily my lane. My lane is angels yeah. and energy mm-hmm. and the new earth. And if they are, I hope the if whoever those aliens are, I hope that they're cool. I yeah, I hope that they're gonna come and join us and speak our language and uh love us and not try to exploit us or anything like that, right? Totally. I hope that I hope that's who they really are. And if they're created by the same creator we are, then deep down inside they would have that capability as well. But right. you know, there are people on this planet and human bodies that that have um that that haven't really turned on their full version of love yet and so mm-hmm. they uh act out a different scenario that could be cons- described as monstrous yes um so we want them to find their way back to the light too so yes you know we do lately when you were opening up the way that you did and the angels really started talking to you i assume you're you're off very clear clear audience i imagine if you're getting all of this like in the way you are do you see them do you see them uh, objectively with your eyes ever in some cases we can yes but they don't look like winged beings that sort of opaquely um you know sort of flap around us and float above air at least not yet right. they could because that opaque body that can levitate that's what we're going to become too because right now our body is becoming more crystalline in structure 
And with the vibration that's raising, our bodies are going to adapt to that and will be a little bit more like that, like that opaque, you know, whatever that sort of ghost-like, you know, angel-like kind of thing. So we're going to be that as well. But as at a certain point, and it would stand to reason, and I just hear them say this, that we would uh, be able to actually see them in a form like that as well. And yet, you know, it's all unity. So there's no separateness. And eventually we graduate up levels as well, where it's sure. all just unity and not separate bodies and such. But for right now, one of the ways that we can see them is it's like this little sparkle that just like it's a little spark. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I've seen it where it looks like um, just a little flick of light. And I've seen it where it looks like, you know, when someone's filling up at the gas station and the vapors yes. are going up and then you see the sort of disturbance in the air and you're like, oh, I know who that is. Oh, uh, Yeah. It's sort of like the same thing when um, I know my my brother and I were together and we saw this my mother, you know, walking around the room with us. She was there with us when we were having a conversation. You could just kind of see what looks like nothing. It's just like a disturbance in the air. You can more feel it than anything. Yeah. But it's kind of feel their presence in mm-hmm. a way. Yes. Mm-hmm. What would you like to leave all of the listeners with, with, with regard to this big conversation of expansion, ascension, waking up, what words of advice do you have for everybody out there listening to this? And as we're moving forward, staying out of fear. Yeah, there, there is only one outcome here. And that is a, a great new reality that we're dreaming into existence. So the words that I would want to impress on the listener is imagine the new world and don't give any energy at all through imagination to anything that you find abhorrent. So that goes from anything from people acting out their traumas and um, they should behave better or um, things that happen on a more global scale. Whatever it is that you feel looming or dooming around you, don't give your energy to it. Just completely focus your imagination on what the new earth would look like. Imagine human beings walking around with perfect health, who live in abundance, who are joyfully, blissfully, and lovingly connected to each other, and who have access to energy that is renewable and a planet that is revitalized by a huge energy healing that takes place. Imagine all those different facets instead of giving any energy at all to the other stuff that you're seeing. And first of all, if you're seeing the other stuff anyways, don't actually take that as an indicator of the direction that this journey is taking. That's what I would say to the listeners. That's really beautiful. Seth, you're amazing. You too. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank thank you. you. But it's, it's, it's really, you know, it's them, you know, it's our, yeah. it's our guides. It's, it's something that's way bigger than us, you yes. know? And so that's why humility is such an important part of this. And it's fun to be a voice for them. And it's fun to feel their love. And it's it's also fun I, when I hear people understand that through the presence of people like us, they can feel them too. So oh, yes. I feel peace. I feel love in your presence. And I'm like, it's it's not just me, it's them. They're in, mm. you know, they're in my energy field and it's it's their energy. It's the creator's energy that feels like home to you. So 
you know, enjoy, awesome. you know, awesome. cause I yeah, love yeah. that part. Yeah. 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 So cool. great to have this chat and to reconnect with you and, um, yeah. And stay in touch. Okay. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Blessings. Thank you again for listening to the something super spiritual podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy this episode, please do share it with a friend. For show notes, links, and to purchase a mediumship reading, my website is somethingsuperspiritual.com. You can also easily subscribe and follow the show on your favorite app, sign up for my newsletter for bonus content, and to keep the conversation going, you can easily join the Facebook community. It's all right there at the website, somethingsuperspiritual.com. Signing off for now, namaste. Namaste.